Jeezy. Anytime you need a friend, <laughs> I will be here. Never let's be alone again. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You fear the tone deaf remix. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Another week of We Sound Crazy Podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, what up? What Welcome up? Back, y'all. Uh, so glad to be back. So glad to be here. Okay. Fillionaire in the building. Timon Bacon in the building. Chuck Harmony in the building. Claude Kelly in the damn building. What y'all been up to? Living the dream. <laughs> you been living the dream? Living Timon? the dream. I feel that, Timon. <laughs> I love when people say that. Yeah, man. What does that mean exactly? What is the dream? What is the dream to you, Timon? What's the dream? Um, walking in my purpose. Mm. Um, you know, you, you, you think of things, you think of things you like to be doing as a child when you become an adult and mm. to see a lot of stuff really starting to manifest. And that's awesome. Yeah, living the dream, Timon. Yeah, that is, that's actually like, living the dream. That's it. God is real. Yeah. God is real. So, Ooh. yeah. Well, welcome to the inspiration section. <laughs> of... Are we still in gospel heritage? I know. <laughs> right, right, right. We sound crazy. But it's it's funny, Phil played Keep On Moving because I talked about on Twitter maybe a week or so ago how that song, Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness and Mariah Carey's Make It Happen have been three songs that really have got me through like the craziest times in my life. Mm. And I don't know if I'd be, well, I don't know if I'd be where I am right now if it wasn't for songs like that and music like that that really held me together when, when I thought shit was just going to go crazy. So... That, that's the Mariah Carey Chuck used to like. Yeah, I love that Mariah. <laughs> I love that Mariah too. Yes, ninety-one. It was so inspirational. You it know, was, it was. That's funny that you said that because we were in the car driving to Atlanta and we were talking about Mariah Carey too, early Mariah. And speaking of inspiration, that same thing. Mm-hmm. Anytime you need a friend, music mm-hmm. box album Mariah Carey. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. So so good. Good. So, so good. good. I mean, the way she's singing on that song, that sound, that's a Kelly Price on backgrounds. Yeah. Melanie Daniels. Melanie Daniels on backgrounds. That whole crew. That sound was a thing. Yeah. MC. 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 Shout out to Walter Afanasiv. How you pronounce, How do you pronounce that? I, I, never, I can never figure that I out. I grew up thinking it was Afanasiv, but I think it was Afanasiv. Afanasiv. It's A F A N A S I E F F. And so he was the one producing a lot all of those that stuff. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the early stuff, right? Yeah, yeah all man. those ballads and stuff. Yeah. I think he did Hero too. Wow. Yeah, all that stuff. And Mariah Carey, by the way, wrote all them songs. Yeah, man. And was actually singing live then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that some shade, Phil? No, it was facts. <laughs> right. Like, so she, she don't sing live now? I'm just saying, we saw the show where the vocals were going and it was 
That's public record. Yeah. That's no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just because I saw old performance of Mariah doing one of the songs from that first album recently, mm. and I was like, man, she used to kill live. Yeah. Think about the MTV Unplugged album. Yeah. Now the MTV Unplugged album. And she did that because people thought she was lip syncing, and she mm. had to do that to yeah. prove. Really? Yeah. She she talked about how. Um, I can't remember what interview it was. It was an early interview. She was like, I did that so people would realize that I'm a singer. But there was it was actually, she's right, the Unplugged album when I was like, yo. She can sing. That cover of I'll Be There. Yeah. Man. <sighs> Staple. Staple. Inspiration. What, what, song, what song inspires you, Phil? Besides Meg. <laughs> Big old freak. <laughs> I mean, we played them a few times on the show, but I, I have to say, Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic. Like, I literally will ride around to that joint really? just yeah. back yeah. to back to back. That song just still feels great mm-hmm. two decades plus later, man. Yeah, man. Optimistic yeah. for sure. Sounds of Blackness. What about you, Chuck? Uh, I would have to say, Kirk Franklin, Hello Fear. Mm. That one changed my life. Wow. Well, on several occasions. Hello, fear. Yeah, man. Hello, fear. Kirk, man. Yeah, man, that song is crazy. When we getting Kirk out here tomorrow, make it happen. Make it happen tomorrow. Come on, make tomorrow. It, I'm working. It. I'm working on it. I'm Thank you. It. That would Thank be you. awesome. But we have lots of questions from Mr. <laughs> yeah. Franklin, not Devon, but Kirk. <laughs> I like Devon. Too. No, I'm saying, but just, I'm, I'm clarifying the Franklin, not Farrah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever get her bags? <laughs> Did Farrah ever get her bags from Destiny's Child? The world will never Maybe you know. You should call Kelly back and see. <laughs> <laughs> call Kelly and see what's going on. Crazy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Now, hear me, hear me. Want to see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weary. Because we're the almost nearly extinct. We rappers as role models. We rap, we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features. But here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school need teachers. The way Catholic need Regis. That's the way I need Jesus. So here go my single doll. Radio needs this. They said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means gun, sex, lies, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played, huh? Well, if this take away from my spins, would you probably take away from my ends? Then I hope it take away from my sins and bring the day that I'm dreaming about. Next time I'm in the club, everybody's screaming out. Yeah. God, show me the way because yes. the devil's trying yes. to break me yeah. down. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. Ooh. Whoa, that record still goes, man. So that record goes, Lord. So last week I was in ATL, Mm. and I had the pleasure of going to the uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, Mm. for the Sunday service with Kanye West. Sunday service. We've been hearing a lot about Sunday. So you were in the building. I was in the building. Not only was I in the building, but I got to meet Kanye. Oh wow! Okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. So we have this. We have straight from the source. Yes. Yeah. It was okay. It was uh, okay. So I get to the church. Uh, special shout out to uh, Jonathan Nelson, Dr. Jamal, or Pastor Jamal Bryan, who's the pastor of the New Birth. Mm. Uh, they took great care of me. Dope. And Bo mm. Nichols and a few other people. Just make sure I, it was straight, totally easy getting in there. They told me the wrong time. I guess apparently I'm known to be a little tardy. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Claude looks at me like, yeah, like today. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> tardy? You? Yeah, no. So I got there 30 minutes I got there the time they told me, but it was 30 minutes before I really needed to be there. Gotcha. Mm. So 
I get there. I sit. They have me in the like choir stand areas, like the in that like chairs up there, like in the pulpit. So I'm already freaking out. Like I'm an like, elder, yeah, like an elder or, or deacon, <laughs> uh, deacon, <laughs> deacon Thornton. So that's <laughs> the first. Ring. So I, I get a little scared, and I'm like, okay, why am I up here? So everyone's going to be watching and just looking at my mm-hmm. face expressions and everything happening. So I sit down, and then Jason White, who is the gentleman who works with, with Kanye who's actually leading worship with him and kind of mm-hmm. performing with him, mm-hmm. walks up and greets me. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, I didn't know you were here. So this guy with sweats comes on and sits a chair apart from me. And I was, he sits down. He's in his phone or doing something with a notepad. And so Jason was like, Mr. West, I have someone you must meet. And I looked to my left, and it was Kanye West. Really? Uh, just like that? Just like that. They were in there rehearsing because they were rehearsing before the service starts with the, yeah, yeah. with the choir and the band. But Kanye was actually in there. It was it was crazy. So I, he introduced me, like you know, told him my role, what I do uh, in general in the music industry. And Kanye was super kind, very pleasant, and I, I thanked him for sampling some of the catalog for the company. You know what I mean? Just he was super, you know, super cool. Just really so, nice so awesome. guy. All right, so hold on. So now I get to. What everyone wants to know about, which is like, what is this service like? Is it real? Is it genuine? Is uh, go ahead, spell it. Spell it. I out have for to us. say, for me, billionaire, I really appreciated the Sunday service. It, he's not preaching. I mean, but I think that's a big misconception. Yeah, be clear. That be he's clear. like the, he, the, that Kanye's trying to be a pastor yeah. of sorts. It's just like a revival. It's like it's just music and just worship and great gospel. Now, Jamal Bryant, I really wish he would have preached mm. uh, that Sunday. He had a guest. Speaker and Bishop Hilliard, mm. and that was probably my least favorite part of the service. I mean, mm. it is what yeah. it is. So sorry. Um, as I looked over, Ti and Tiny sleep on the front row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Have, Wait, yeah, Ti and Tiny. Yeah, they were knocked out. Hip hop's royal row. couple. Yeah, they were pretty. And Jermaine Dupri was there. He was sleep too. Uh, <laughs> they were sleep they in were the sleep, front row. Right? I mean, sleep. <laughs> so like, that means the sermon was kind of yeah. That, I mean, it just it wasn't. <laughs> Sleep. It was sleep. I mean, like knocked out. I, I'll tell you. I, Chuck got, can't get over I it. I got photos. If you if you don't believe you got it, photos. <laughs> we'll post them on the We Sound Crazy Instagram. <laughs> but no, but no, it was. It just wasn't the right message for that house. When you have a lot of younger people in there, people who may not go to church, yeah, or they yeah. just don't have that relationship with God, and for them to hear and come into the church to see Kanye, but then basically felt like you were in a. Cash raffle or an auction. It was just like the, the guest pastor just didn't set the best precedent, in my opinion. His message was all about money. And that sucks. No. Because no. what he's doing is revolutionary to bring all these people into church in the first place. Yeah. T.I. talks about it on his podcast. I mean, he he was very, <laughs> yeah, very vocal about it. It just it was a lot, man. It just He wasn't feeling that part. He didn't feel it at all. You know, T.I., I mean, I, I hear now while he was, uh, while he was asleep because I guess he was going on 45 minutes Asleep, apparently. So he, mm. oh, gotcha. You know, he was out hanging out, and yeah, and, and the sermon and was born. Down and you know, and the service just wasn't. It just wasn't appropriate. Okay, for mm. that time. So Kanye, but the Kanye West portion. Mm. Shout out, Phil the Keys. Well, I guess it's Kanye's MD with the whole Sunday service, and Jason White and Fonzworth Bentley was in the building. Mm. They all. I mean, it's. First of all, it's 125 singers that travel with him. Let's start there. 125 Ooh. that he flies private. Uh, and then a, another local 100 that he, from the local. <laughs> so you're talking over 200 people in the choir alone. He has his own band, horn section included. <laughs> there's production people. There's, there's horns? Yes, there's horns. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of one of our one of our super supporters in Atlanta is this, shout out Rob Milton. Yeah. He's a, a Lewis York supporter and and just a cool dude comes out of Tiny Book Club. He was in the choir. Yeah. He was in one of the um, like I know they they sent out like flyers for auditions like yo if you if you're in town and you can mm-hmm. sing and I noticed that I think Monique based in when Monique in the choir. Ba- yeah shout out Monique Bates. she was so yeah, we know a few, few people that yeah, that jumped in. In town, but I didn't know he. Yeah. I, I thought that was it. I didn't know he brought 125 on top of that. Yeah, he brings in 125. They all they have multiple planes. He's on one, and I guess they're on two or some type of however they break it up. But well, yeah, shit, let me want my vocals up then. Right, okay, I, exactly. And I heard he pays good too. Get on really? That. I heard yes. it's the same thing. Annual payroll <laughs> yes. for the choir. For the choir, I like it. Yeah, you know, me I too. Lo- I love what Kanye's doing. Just that, again, he's investing, like, there's the Jesus is King album, and then there's a separate Sunday service album I'm hearing rumors about that may coincide with some type of big movie IMAX release. I like it. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So, 
So it's two different offerings, but Kanye, I just, I love it. It's, but he does a lot of traditional gospel. Shout out to Kanye for bringing people to the kingdom, man. Yeah, that's yeah, what it's man. about. Like, you know, and I was gonna say, when you were playing Jesus Walks, I'm happy that you played that that song specifically. Obviously, it has Jesus in it. Yeah. But if you listen to what he was saying, mm-hmm. that's what first album Kanye. First yep. album. Mm-hmm. There's so much that's happened since first album Kanye that you forget that he was that much about faith and that bold at the beginning. Yeah. He lays it out right there, and, and maybe he's just come. It's a return to form as opposed to him doing something to try and get attention because he's everything that he's saying in that song is what this Sunday service feels like to me. Yeah. The person that don't care that, oh, you're not going to play, if I say God, you're not going to play on a record, not going to play, play on the radio. He's, he's been revolutionary since jump. We sound crazy. I'm trying to keep my faith. We on a ultra light beam. We on a ultra light beam. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is everything. This is everything. Deliver us serenity, deliver us peace, deliver us love, and we know we need it. You know we need it. You know we need it. Ultra light beam. Kanye, but yeah. He's so good, man. So, so dope, man. But th- I love how he flips. I hate that song, by the way. <laughs> it sounds like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but okay. Ultra Light Beam, Claude. Come on. Nah, I know what this song is called. Well, he does that song. Actually, he did that in the service. So, you that would have been probably two minutes where you tuned out. Okay, probably, yeah. But the, uh, the I'd have really- been napping with Tiny in with Tiny and <laughs> for a second. Cool. But it was. It was just an experience I, just to hear it because I thought the majority of it was going to be songs he flipped, mm-hmm. but it was really, a, he, the majority was the traditional music like Hezekiah Walker and mm. the Clark sisters, he's doing hi and you brought the sunshine, but I love how he flipped the Mary Jane girls all night long. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. And then uh, he flipped Genuine, was it? In so, any anxious. Of, so, so Anxious. So Anxious. So anxious. Yeah. Yes, yes. I saw that one on oh, social shoot. media. I like that. Yeah. So I love those clever flips and- that's what I'm hearing is going to be on the Sunday service record. So, mm. so what Fillionaire is saying is that Sunday service is real. It's that, good. That's what I'm saying. It's real worship. And we should support Kanye. Yes. Support Kanye. It's not, he's not preaching. He gives his, like a bit of his testimony. That's about maybe two, three minutes. And, uh, and you get to hear him sing a little. <laughs> They were, so they were filming. They were filming it while he was there. They were filming. Cool. Yeah, they were filming the entire time. Uh, on the stage, behind the scenes. Oh, really? It, yeah, it's like multiple. That's when it's camera people with them. It's a whole content team. It's really. It's about probably 170 people traveling with them. 170. The security. I mean, it was yeah. Seriously. Jesus Lord, that's <laughs> a lot of pressure. And and um, I'm you know. Hearing he's just very generous with his staff and even the churches he's visiting, he's even giving donations. Mm. That's what I'm hearing. So, which is awesome. Yeah, that is good. It's great. So he's not even taking money from the church. He's like, here, like take some, take some. A lot of people could learn from that. So yes. many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye West. Sunday service was amazing. Uh, thank you again, everyone. Uh, for show love. John Monopoly is manager. Saw him and yeah, it's good. Good times. Crazy. Crazy. I admit that I love this shit because the older the better, we better together. The richer the nigga, the pussy get better. The older the better, we better together. The richer the nigga, the pussy get better. Super hood. Super hood. Super hood. Super hood. Super hood. New music from Kate Michelle. Kimberly. Featuring those that Cash Doll and City Girls. Yeah. Free City JT. Girls. Free JT. When JT get out? 
<laughs> when, she <laughs> when she get at <laughs> JT not out yet No They keep pushing it back Come on y'all JT Let JT Free JT out like man December And then somebody said Like February, March Or something like that Y'all need to free JT man Free her What y'all listening to What's on your playlist this week mm. Oh um, There's this guy That I found on Spotify His name is Mac Ayers He has a record called Juice Box and um, one of my favorite records that I'm listening to from that project is uh, called Wanna Get Away or mm. Get Away. And he reminds me a lot of John B. from back in the day, how John B. used to sound. Okay. You say I don't need no, no, no. Because there ain't no feeling like moving forward. I just can't get you in my head. Mac Ayers. That feels good. Timon's pick of the week. I've been listening to, uh, what's this artist? Timon, you actually turned me on to, you and Chantrell, Mahalia. Not Mahalia Jackson, everyone, but Mahalia is dope. But, but Phil, Mah- you can listen to that new Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> new Mahalia. <laughs> that he's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> no, but her name is Mahalia, and I, I thought she was... I don't know. I thought of it as Mahalia Jackson at first, when you, especially Timon. How we discovered that's the problem. Because you know Timon would be, would be blasting Mahalia Jackson yeah. like it's some When the saints go marching. Like, like, it's a new, like it's a new John, you know what I'm saying? But um, no, Mahalia's got a, what is this, an EP? Is this the full? Oh, it's I a full album. No, it's an album. Yeah. It is an album. But I haven't gotten through the entire album. So, but I do, um, I got to get into it. But I really like the song that she has featuring Ella May, What You Did. Yeah. That's my, so I like this joint. Cameron, oh boy, yeah, cause yeah. y'all love Cameron. That that, yeah. that was a familiar feeling. He's so New York. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, buddy. You gotta represent your state. Cameron is a shit. I like that though. Yeah, Chuckster. Um, I've been listening to uh, people Bryson. A whole new world. We, you know, we working on the ballet for the 2020 for Nashville. So we've been looking for that magic, that mm-hmm. that um that crispiness, that that. African American music can have, still have so that excellence, that black excellence, that polish. Yeah, and so we've been looking at the greats, and when you, when you go back and you listen to this stuff, you're gonna really understand that they were doing something really, 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 really excellent. Mm-hmm. Like it was just the highest quality. You know how Celine Dion is high quality. Mm-hmm. We can still do that. Black we can still do that. Which song? A whole new world. A whole new world. Aladdin Speed. <laughs> this song was a number one record too. Number one. And won a Grammy too. Man. Yes, it did. On a magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. I miss Ooh. these. Type of songs. That's yeah, just too, ballads. That is just amazing. You hear how clean and it's professional so cool. and beautiful and, that yeah. is? Youngins, that's Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell. The Incomparable. The Incomparable. Miss Regina Bell. That song was the only Disney song to win Song of the Year at the Grammy Awards. Ever. See? Ever. The one, the one and only song. No other Disney song after that is won in that wow. category. Yeah. It deserved it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Claude, outside of uh, Peebo and Regine, I know that's Chuck's pick, but you said you were listening to it as well. But what else are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong button. Actually, actually, I wanted to present y'all a song that I think can replace the ridiculousness of Drop It Low for Jesus. Oh, oh goodness. God, here we go. And, I, and, and before I tell you the song, I have backup because I, I tagged Timon in the tweet when I posted this song, and he said... He's like, I, I kind of like this. So look up, a, look up a lady by the name of Rita Brent. I thought you were about to say Rita Ora. <laughs> <laughs> nah. What nah. is what is this? 
What's, can you rock like me? Can you rock, rock me, me like, like a, a pothole? pothole? Yeah. Oh, this is a song I told you. Oh, my God. Play it. This, this is real? Play it. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Rita B. Yeah. You ever been riding down Capitol Street and Northside Drive? I have. You hit a pothole <laughs> and it blew your mind? <laughs> Listen to me. I'm looking for me somebody Who can shake me but don't break me Yeah, yeah RC Inspiration Fill me up <laughs> like sweet tea in my cup She said fill me up like sweet tea in my cup I want you to rock me, baby Till I just can't get enough Can you rock me Like a pothole but don't leave me oh my God. Mm, on the side of the road. You need some good tires, good tread, tread to lay down in my bed. I want you to wax my axle, baby. You heard just what I said. Can you rock me mm, like a pothole? She said, I, "Wax her axle." I've I've heard it all. That is Rita Brent. Can you rock me like a pothole? I saw the video. I think y'all were, someone tweeted it. I believe and, it was me. And, and it's shit, choreography a- in front of a pothole. Yeah. it's a whole it's a whole video. This and shit, is so AKA. Bad. Is she AKA? Yeah, she AKA. Oh, AKA. <laughs> y'all shouldn't own Rita. Nah, but I, but no, real talk. It's actually un, it's categorized under comedy. It's definitely comedy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, she's a comedian. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah, she's a comedian. Oh, okay. Good, then, okay, good, then I have good. a whole different appreciation. Okay, got it. These comedians are dropping these hits, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Crazy. That's some Southern soul. Yeah, I thought it was somebody, some from southern... like, somebody from Shreveport or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you rock me? <laughs> yeah. that's, like some, that's some Dothan, Alabama shit, dude. Yeah, I think she's from Mississippi, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Oh, I've I heard real songs like that. that sound like that. Yeah. So it's not like... I used to play those songs. <laughs> no, they, they have songs like that. <laughs> In you know the blues era, like yeah. my shout out to rest in peace to my angel. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your angel. It's oh. the way you, it's the way you changed. That just came out like yeah, wow. <laughs> no, because it's it's Aunt Jean, but you know from the country we say we we merge the words together. Angel, angel. Okay. Shout out to Aunt Jean. Uh-huh. Aunt Jean used to play the blues on the Sunday. Like we would go, okay. her whole yard was like dirt. There was no grass. Mm. The old people would be in there in the yard playing cards. Um, she was like the candy lady in the neighborhood. Like she was, and she would, every time I would go over there, she would always ask me anything. I Ask me if I wanted anything. Like she was always good with me because she had all the pickles, the candy. <laughs> Come on. Nothing <laughs> like a good candy lady. He said, he said she had all the pickles I, and the candy. I knew who Betty Wright was. I yeah. knew who Marvin Cease was. I knew who um, what's Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor, all that stuff was because we would go, like my mom and dad would take us over there. And she would be playing all that stuff. And Can I tell you something about that? Yeah. I didn't know nothing about that coming from New York. Just n- no shade. Like, I didn't know. I wasn't aware that it existed. Mm. And the first year we moved to Nashville, right, mm. we went to that concert. It was at Municipal. Uh, and it was Kindred, Family, Soul. and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Just the one where Chrisette got booed? Yes. Got that it. same show. You, Yes, Phil. That's the same show. <laughs> no, she got was it Music Soul Child on the bill? Yes, yes. Yes. We left before he came out. Oh. But... In between each set, they were playing them songs like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was sitting here, I'm like, yo, and everyone was going in. Yeah. I'm like, how come I don't know these hits that everyone, the whole crowd was going in on? And so Chuck's like, you know these songs? Like, this song, like, like this, this, this is like big stuff down here in the yeah. South and the yeah, Midwest. Yeah. So I learned there's a whole counterculture of those kind of records that uh, I just wasn't aware of in New York. But they go, and then people go in. There's, there's a they song. They party. There's a song called Be With My Side Piece that... What? What's it called? It's called Side Piece. And I forget the guy's name. I'm trying to find it now on Google, but I've gone to a few family functions and they played that song. And that's it right there. This is it for real? That's it. They played this that night. Yeah. This is when they were all going in on No. This is a- <laughs> And I was like, Chuck, what's going on? I've never heard this song. And I saw it. dancing heavy, Phil. Yeah, Bob Rich Rich. Yeah, listen, I ain't never coming home no more. Crazy. Show me love like we never done. 
That's new from 15-time Grammy Award winner mm. Alicia Keys featuring Miguel. Show me love. What do y'all think? Have heard? Have you heard it? Yeah, it's the first I time just it. now, right? No, I, I've, I've heard, heard it. Oh, huh. uh-huh. okay. What do you think? Um, you know, you know. If I could be honest, I'm not really feeling it yeah. to be honest. Well, you can always be honest. This is your platform yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To yeah. share your truth. You know, I just, I, I really. I missed. I miss. I I want to like Alicia Keys' music, mm. circa. Do you? Two thousand nineteen. But I just it's some. There's a disconnect for me. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's some other. St- I'm hoping. Well, I'm sensing that there's a new record coming. So, <laughs> you said I'm sensing. <laughs> sensing is that probably that single's a good sign that a record's on the way tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. said I'm hoping. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm uh, sensing that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I like some other stuff from the, the Are record, you an Alicia Keys fan in general? Um, as we were talking about earlier. Um, don't try to refer no, to I'm the past. Not, Do not refer to the past. past. <laughs> Just you know, I, I respect it. As we, I, as, we, as we said. I respect Alicia Keys, but I kind of checked out around the third or fourth album, to be honest. Okay. Um. With the, I think that that third album was the one with um, no one on it, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, I just kind of checked out. I was in college. I just I didn't really connect to any of the music. I, yeah, okay. And I, I've gone through every album after that, wanting to reconnect, reconnect. But it's just, yeah. I'm sorry, Alicia. I just I love you, but <laughs> why are you apologizing for? You know, you know. How do you? F- I mean, here's the thing. I, Alicia Keys aside. Because Alicia's what? She's almost 40 now, right? Or, or right at 40 somewhere? Now? I don't know. Probably, yeah. Close to it. Yeah. It's always interesting to me that artists like Alicia, and I'm talking age range. I'm not talking mm-hmm. caliber of talent, just for the record. I'm just saying like Alicia Keys, Usher, Monica, Brandy, mm. a lot of, they're in a very interesting space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm wondering why it's, you know, because they're now getting played on what we call urban adult contemporary format stations. Mm-hmm. I know some of them have a desire to still be on the urban mainstream and rhythmic formats. Why do we think this, they're not still viable at those other kind of younger formats? Do we just think it's just they've had their run? You know, just I remember Clive Davis at lunch one day. Sorry, that was a name drop. You, yes. did, you did you did that. <laughs> but, but Clive asked the question of, is it still possible for some of the true singers mm. to get, you know, airplay on the younger formats? Like yeah. a Mary J. Blige, like a Fantasia, like Jennifer Hudson were examples that Clive provided. But I'm just... I just, I think it's tough, and if, I, unless it's a feature, <clears throat> like a, with a rapper, mm-hmm. or just a bona fide LMA booed up smash, something yeah. like if Mary J. Block will like I always say I just I don't know I think the record kind of creates the channel the song, mm-hmm. but I'm just yeah th- is there still room at the younger formats for your Marys your Ushers, I, Monica? Yeah. I I just think um, change is required like. I don't think you can keep feeding people the same thing and then expect it to still be relevant year after year after year after year. And what I find is that when when artists like that decide to change, they decide to change to what's happening instead of changing to another part of their musicality, another part of their their dreams. Because we are... I don't. I don't think nobody really set out to be like, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna be number ten on the Urban AC charts when I grow up." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> nobody set out to do the shit. So it's it's other layers. Like 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 we were just talking about. Lettuce is gonna be in in Atlanta doing the um, Nina Simone thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think more artists gotta do to really stuff. understand that change is required, mm-hmm. but you can't not chase what's happening. Because the people that are actually relevant is the people that they want to hear do that. They don't mm-hmm. want to hear you do that. Yeah. Mm. I agree. And I also think that your question was kind of flawed because I think the first thing I thought was, well, then fuck the the young charts then. Because that's not really, like, there has to be new platforms for people besides mm. just the young chart and the urban AC chart. Um, and it's not the first time artists have been in this position. Like, 
Tina Turner had her big break when she was at 40. 40. Yeah, exactly. And Dionne Warwick had That's What Friends Are For somewhere around that era. And I'm and we, a lot of people. I mean, Aretha. a lot of Aretha and Gladys and all of them had that. Had. Patty had that second wind, yeah. and and the Luther and all of them had a, had a lot of records as mature adults. But we have been so busy chasing that youth chart that mm -hmm. we that mm -hmm. we haven't created platforms besides just throwing everyone to the Urban AC chart and hoping for the best. And I'm not saying I have the answers to all that stuff, but. There have to your point. There have to be creative ways to display that stuff. Soundtracks was a good way. That's not really prominent like it used to be. Mm. Um, that that's always going to happen. At one point, Alicia Keys was the young chart, and yeah, there were older people pissed that they couldn't get on because she was dominating. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Older people, rather. So it was inevitable that that would happen. But the fact that this time around, it feels like we don't have a support system for them. Yeah. Yeah, I wish they would rename the Urban AC chart Please. to the R and B. I just Please. go R and B. Just R and B charts. Yeah, R and B charts. It's insulting, and Urban AC is so specific in what I think it conjures up in people's minds about it what screams music old. Is. It screams yeah. old, adult, <laughs> very, very adult. And 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 the talent, it, it, us being in the studio with artists, and I know you work with artists all the mm -hmm. time. It changes the way artists think before they even get into the creative process, yeah. because they feel like, oh, I have to be this way to either be on the Young chart or the Urban AC chart, and then they don't even allow themselves to do all the kind of records they could do mm -hmm. because they know that there's these two little lanes, either I'm competing with uh, LMA and Chris Brown, or I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to knock off whichever legacy act is out there. And that just, if you're 40, if you're 30 to 40 to 45 to 50, you're definitely not even close to being put to pasture. You have a lot to offer, so you have the wisdom that you didn't have in your 20s, but there's nowhere to, to channel it. We sound crazy! That's new music from Usher and Black Coffee called La La La. I never heard that before. Me either. Yeah, so that's new. Just give me I a like little, it. Yeah, I do think Usher. Yeah. Usher sounds good. He sounds great. The production sounds great too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, man. But where Usher. where would that live? I guess can that get played on Urban Main or Rhythmic Station? I think it could go rhythmic. Yeah, it, it kind of it kind of sound like Weekend. You know what I'm saying? It should. We, weekend be on that chart. It should. I like that though. It's a, I mean, Usher can obviously sing, but that's. That was a. It, it sounds nice under his voice. Yeah, the whole production sounds really good. And that's how I like to hear Usher. That's how yeah. I like to hear. Usher. I don't want that choppy staccato trap staccato. <laughs> I don't want all that. But you know, it's interesting as it's playing. It's a very. It's a very international sound. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because I was thinking about it as I was playing that. Part of the predicament we're in is that up until recently, American Black American music was the novelty of the world. So like. Everyone, like when you go overseas, everyone was trying to figure out how we do what we do. How do, how do we, how, how are we so soulful? How do we make up hip hop? All this kind of stuff. And now it's almost like American artists are looking outward to get their inspiration from other cultures. Mm -hmm. And so it's changing the inspiration to how these songs are being produced and how they're singing. Because I hear mm -hmm. all the the African yeah. uh, African rhythms and beats and even the way he's singing the song. Yeah, the Afrobeat is huge Afrobeat right is now. super yeah. is super big right now. And but that but for a long time everyone was looking at us like. Mm. What y'all doing? Y'all the new kids on the block. What do y'all what do y'all say about music? And so now it's really become a level playing field. Yeah. I just hate to see the uh legacy, quote unquote legacy act conform to the trends. Just Me too. Yeah, it's just too. that's do so you all, disappointing. Do y'all feel like people see the age before they even get to the song? Like just taking a song based off of how great it is and taking a chance on it versus, oh, Usher's 40. I I can't put him on. You know, if I'm a program director, I can't play him on my station because I think that definitely plays a part. Yeah, and it's weird because it's almost like you people forget that they love them so much right. just because they, they appear to be a number. Yeah, but I think it hurts. I think it. I think it hurts the radio stations and the mm -hmm. people and and the industry. But I think it hurts the artists too because they start to accept that about themselves. And then when you're in in that kind of a desperation to be uh, considered what you were, you yeah. don't make wise creative decisions. Crazy. So do y'all think that power ballads could come back? Especially, well, I, I mean, let me let me be more specific because Adele has made a whole diamond 
diamond career out of doing power ballads, but I'm talking about for black artists, especially black women, but in general, do power ballads have a place in music anymore if it's about youth and rhythm and all that stuff? Can I Have Nothing work? Hmm. By Whitney Houston. Does Unbreak My Heart work by Tony Braxton? Nobody's supposed to be here. That's a stranger that's in my a house. hard question for me. Yeah. I, t- I, I, I tend to lean Excuse yes. Me. But I, t- I, I will preface it by saying it's going to take a super particular kind of voice. Mm-hmm. I don't think people would want somebody to scream a power ballad at them. I would, I would think that it would be a more palatable voice that can still get the message out and still get the passion out. Who screams, Chuck? I mean, like, <laughs> come on, boy. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but I get what you're saying. I'm yeah, just you know what I'm saying? Like the, the 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 churchy R&B singers that we got. You know who we got? You know who we got, Phil? I'm aware. <laughs> no, so, no. But the reason I ask that is that all right. When you talk to anybody, old, young, loves music, doesn't love music, but who just is talking about what they want, right? Yeah. Everyone knows the power ballads, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone, when you play them, like, oh, man, that was, man, that was crazy. So it sounds like when you talk to people, they actually wouldn't mind it. No. So I'm like, why don't we just go ahead and just throw it on the radio and see what happens? You know, like, I, I'm, I, I don't know what the voice is to your point. I know who, which voice does it. I'm not sure if, if people have been training their ears and their voices in the last 10 years to even be able to do it that way because that's not what the trend has been. But I just don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear a fresh new voice that gave you some emotion and took their time in a power ballad, which gives you that space to take your time and be emotional. Mm. What was the last P- good power ballad? Good power ballad that that really cut through. Hmm. That's a damn good question. That's a good question. The last. <laughs> <laughs> No, the last good power ballad. We belong together. That's not a power ballad. That's though. not a. That's that was a southern R and B ballad. She held, she holds notes <laughs> out, but that's not a power ballad. Last power ballad. Wow. Like Diane Warren, David mm-hmm. Foster, mm. Babyface type. That could easily fit on pop as well. Yeah, that's the hard part. The easily fit on pop. Mm. What was it? That's <laughs> not the last power ballad you heard, you idiot. <laughs> For you, I will. Yeah, that was the last one I heard from Monica. And that was after, after that, that was like she shut it down and you were good. It feels like, well, that's it. She, she killed the game. No oh, more yeah. power ballads. No more power ballad. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> nah, last power ballad? It got to be in this, in, in, this, in this fucking century. I feel like there was something in the, like the early 2000s that. I feel like Keisha Cole had one. Love by Keisha Cole? That's a power ballad. But you yeah. said this is work on the pop stations, though. It went. It's a big we, record. No, this. So you consider this a power ballad? I don't. This is, let's talk. I don't know anymore. Like I when I think like so far, when I think of power ballads that were that started out R and B, but they eventually crossed over, teetered over to pop. I think yeah, about, that's an R and B ballad. That's an R and B ballad. You're right. You're right. I think about right. like Gerald Levert. I give anything. That song was like R and B. But and of course they they talked about how you know the song was starting to get to pop and it they they never really it got to be like Drew but, Hill yeah Drew Hill this is really hard I can't this, think of a power ballad yeah. that's crazy and why do you all think that yeah I, I think I, when I think power ballad I still think of like the divas quote unquote so mm-hmm. I'm thinking like yeah. the last diva that I feel like was active is still probably still Mariah. So maybe like my all and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know what that. That feel like it was the '90s. Did right? Jennifer Lopez have a power ballad? Are you- <laughs> what about Halo from it's Beyonce? Power auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we said Halo. What about Halo from Beyonce? Is Halo by Beyonce a power ballad? No. Uh, I was here was I a power ballad. I was here. Ballad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Who, Ryan Tedder wrote this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Halo. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a power ballad. Just stop it. No disrespect to the No disrespect to the Queen. The great Roscoe rap over this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Beehive, go after Claude Kelly. Don't go after me. <laughs> don't have to go after me. It's just not a power ballad. I don't. I don't control the music board. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> that was Claude Kelly. <laughs> mm. No, I can't think of one. That's, that's, that that means that we're long overdue. Crazy. <laughs> Whitney Houston and Akon, Like I Never Left, co-written by our wonderful uh, co-host, legendary Claude Claude Kelly. Kelly. Uh, So I'm I'm looking at this release uh, in partnership with the estate of Whitney E. Houston, based Hologram, has revealed the first slate of dates for the upcoming Hologram production, Mm. An Evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston Hologram Tour. Uh, Tour kicks off in Mexico between January 23rd and February 9th, followed by dates in the UK, Europe, hitting England, Scotland, Ireland, the Netherlands, Belgium, Switzerland, Germany, and more. What do y'all think? I'm not interested. Not interested. Not interested interested at all. Is the US on that list? No, I don't see outside. There's a reason why. I think there's a reason why the US is not on that list. (laughs) (laughs) But why, why would they let this happen? The estate, is it? I don't know. I don't know. It must be a money play. The almighty dollar. Of course, it's a money yeah, play. That's crazy, though. Like, but that, that's really, t- I mean, a hologram? I just want them to let Whitney rest in peace. Let her rest in yeah, peace, man. That is insane. I do believe, however, as much as I'm not against it, that I do believe that the fans outside of America who are much, much more loyal and crazy will probably go see it and go nuts. Yeah, yeah they definitely going to see it. We're like, we're over here, we're like, nah, we good. But over in Europe and stuff and, and, and everywhere else, they're going to go see that because she was like... Yo, I, I, Osama bin Laden said he was in love with Whitney Houston. Yeah. He publicly said like he would come after Bobby Brown because he loved her so much. Yeah. So, I mean, the world loved her, but I think it's creepy. Yeah. I think it's creepy, too. Yeah. I think it's creepy. I, I think, actually, have you ever seen a hologram? I have not. I did. Uh, Vegas, the Michael Jackson show, there's a hologram of him in the show. And it's really weird because when you're sitting in the audience... You know it's a hologram because he's not there, but I never saw him live in the concert like that. And it, it's really, really weird because it's it looks like him. It's 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 a 3D image of it. And he's dancing, the dancers are dancing around him and interacting. And it, it's it was disturbing. I mean, it was intriguing because you're like, yo, this is how they I was intrigued by the technology of it, but then that was for two seconds. And then for the rest of the performance, I was like, this doesn't feel it just feels against nature. <laughs> Definitely against me. It was against, and everyone was sitting there clapping and dancing. And I was like, this is an image of this man who's no longer here. And everyone's acting like he's here. Right. And it was an older, it was like a, a younger version of him. They chose, the, I guess, the image of him they wanted. So it wasn't even like he was Michael now. It was just. I just don't get it. I'm not paying my money to see that. I just think it's creepy. It is. Yeah. I just let so it. there's no one in, in the world, music or otherwise, that you'd want to see. If you could bring a hologram back, if you bring someone back as a hologram, there's no one in the world you bring back as a hologram? No. No. I wouldn't either. Timon? No. Hmm. Mm-mm. I'm trying to sleep at night. Crazy! Kygo and Whitney Houston, Higher Love. I have yeah. not heard that yeah. until now. It's dope. I it like is dope. it. Yeah. But how do y'all feel about post-death releases of music? Because this, that was actually a song that she recorded from one of the early albums that never made the album that Clive released and then he, rem- he remixed it. Because it sounds like early young Whitney. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about that as it pertains to people's catalogs and their likeness and all that stuff afterwards? Because Prince is, they're, they're, they're dropping his records now all over. Yeah, and, and then we all know how particular Prince was about mm. his art. Mm-hmm. I, th- You know what? Because I believe that, you know, and we all work in the industry and we know sometimes things don't make it to the album for a reason. <laughs> right, yes. right, right, right. Yeah. And we've all agreed on it shouldn't make it. <laughs> and the time, like the label executive, A&R, the there were artists, board meetings about your it, yeah. management, yeah. everyone is lockstep. And sometimes we'll take extra songs and make it bonus content or a deluxe edition. So for, it's a little tough for me to just say, wow, I'm just going to 
continue to release music from artists as much as we love them if they did, if if they didn't feel first and foremost that that wasn't the best representation of their art and their gift who are we to further exploit it and again mm. we can go listen and enjoy their catalog their live performances mm. so for billionaire I'm not on board for more music from artists that because again, like a Prince, I don't think Prince wanted his music, all of these songs and demos and all of these DSPs. He remixes. Was very, yeah, remixes. Yeah. He was very specific and intentional mm-hmm. about, yo, I don't even want you to sample my stuff unless I right. authorize it or cover my records. Like Prince was one of those artists. Mm-hmm. So I really, I get it. Sometimes the estate and the family need the money, but I just, I personally don't like it. I don't mind if you remaster and resurface and give me more information in the form of a documentary mm-hmm. or a book or a coffee table book. Like those things I'm interested in to kind of see the artist from a different perspective. But as far as audio that they didn't, so to speak, bless while yeah. they were alive, I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there should be some type, some loyalty to the vision of the artist when they were here. Yeah. You agree, Chucky? I totally agree. It, it feels like there's nothing sacred. Like, I mean, yeah. we're all in this business putting out stuff in our own way and it's like, you don't spend all that time editing and then it's like, well, basically anything that you ever record in a hard drive once you die is fair game. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't approve. Stop doing the shit. <laughs> <laughs> we sound crazy. Mariah Carey. Oh, yes. Yeah. We belong together. Co-written by Jonte Austin. So we're starting, we're starting a new segment. New segment. New segment alert. It's called Check the Credits. Check them credits. Check the motherfucking credits. Check the receipts. Check, <laughs> check the credits. The credits. <laughs> check them credits. Boy. And Check the Credits is going to be our time to talk about songwriters or people behind the scenes that uh, you might not know about, but you should because they did all your favorite stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All your favorite stuff. So, so the song that, you just heard. Man. Classic. Mr. John Tay Austin. Mr. John Tay Austin. ATL Born and Raised, right? Yeah, man. Super, super dope. Is that your favorite John Tay Austin song? My favorite is um, Sweet Lady for sure. Yeah. Tyrese. Um, him and Troy Taylor. Him and yeah, Troy man. Taylor. Shout out Tro- Troy Taylor is who taught me a lot in this business. So. Really? Wow, I'm just reading up on John Taylor. Apparently, he was signed in the late 90s to RCA Records mm. before being dropped in favor of R&B singer Tyrese. And it still wrote a hit for him. Yeah, and still wrote a hit. See, that's, that's wisdom. It's called wow. yeah. definitely wisdom in, in collecting that check. I had no idea he wrote Can't Be Wasting My Time by Mona Lisa. <laughs> Y'all remember Mona Lisa? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea he wrote that. <laughs> I like Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa, bro, I think her first thing was she was on a hook with KRS-One yeah. for Step Into My World. Remember that? And her vibrato was <laughs> super <It's> slow. Very, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so this is Jante. Yeah. You hear that vibrato? Jante wrote this? That's what it says here. Wow. That was his first credit. Mona Lisa and the Lost Boys. Back yeah, in the man. days. I would say my favorite is uh, another big one. Probably Mary J. Blige, Be Without You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was my pig, man. See, baby, we've been too strong for too long. And I can't be without you, baby. And I'll be waiting up until you get home. Because I can't sleep without you, baby. Anybody who's ever loved you know just what it feels. Yeah, I love that song again because uh, Mary ain't doing that live no more. She's uh, not doing that live song. No more. That is a song. That is a song. It's a great song. Yeah, but Jante's written for yeah. everyone from Chris Brown, Jennifer Hudson, Mariah Carey did all the, you know, Don't You Forget About Us. It's like that. Shake it off. So check out Jante Austin. He has a solo album coming out this year. Yeah. 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 He can sing. Yeah. Of course he can sing. He's dope, man. Jante Austin. Check the credits. Crazy. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
wonderful things that have happened in my life. I'd like to salute my elders with this song. It's Esther Roll time. It's Esther it's Roll time. Herby time. Herby Ooh. time. The and Herby stands for the well, Esther Roll Black, Black Excellence, Excellence Award. Award. There we go. Yes, Herby. By now, y'all should know what the Herbies are. Mm-hmm. We Shot. just thank you, Timon, again. Thank you, Timon. <laughs> <laughs> Timon, we can't we can't thank you enough, honestly, <laughs> for what you've imparted to us with this with this musical recommendation. Timon discovered Esther Roll's gospel classic. Garden of My Mind on the Savoy Garden. Records, 1975. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just wanted to thank you. I mean, he was just, I think he was trying to restart her fan club and listening to a lot of Esther music just in his get, office. Yeah, and just trying just, to get into, into the right Esther mode. Yes. So thank you again, Timon. So we vote, acknowledge what someone who we think is deserving of yes. a cool, who doesn't get the love they deserve, apparently. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, like Esther. Like, like Esther. Esther. Exactly. So, uh, you know. You know how it goes. Who y'all feeling is deserving this week of the Esther Roll Award for Black Excellence? I'm going to nominate my girl, Pebbles. Wow. I was watching Hip Hop Evolution uh, the other day, and I just saw how much impact she had on the face, how much she had on the city of Atlanta. Like, Atlanta is Atlanta because of Babyface and L.A. Reid and Pebbles, but she don't get the credit. That she deserves. I agree. And it's also always wrapped in the, in the legal stuff with TLC, yeah. which diminishes how much she was doing but for the whole thing. she did so label. much more than just TLC. Right. Like, like she, her artistry was... She was the star. She was on top of the, top of the charts with her own artistry. Uh, what people don't realize, I think, about Atlanta is that when they moved to Atlanta, mm. it was crazy because Pebbles is already a star. So like, right. yo, Elliot and his star wife are here. Yeah, I agree. That's a dope one. That's super dope. I will submit and recommend and nominate. Nominate. Sandy, Cheryl, and Dee Dee, a.k.a. Salt and Pepper, hmm. and Spinderella. Mm. And Spinderella. Yeah, I'm going to give Spinderella some love on this podcast. Yeah. so I, Absolutely. Salt and Pepper speaks for itself. It does. Queens of hip hop. There would be no Little Kim, no Foxy, no Cardi, no Nikki, no Meg. No. <laughs> and we need Meg. And we need Meg. And we need Meg. So, <laughs> so I'm, I nominate the queens of hip hop, Salt and Pepper, and Spinderella. Wow. That's good. That's really good. I like it. Well deserved. <laughs> well deserved. Timon. So I'm going a little left of center this week. Please okay. do. Um, James Earl Jones. <laughs> it's so random. Uh, no, but I feel like we as a community, like everybody's always on edge, like when we think he might have like passed away or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like to me, that shows that we really need to be giving this man his flowers. Like he is like a staple in terms of like just the black community in, ter- in, in general. But like whenever we think of pe- someone, like if someone were to, if I, someone were to have a movie on me or, I just want to hear him doing a vo- voiceover because mm. he's he his voice is so distinct. He's a G you, in the game. And you recognize James Earl Jones when you hear it. So mm. that's who I would pick. That's what I used to say when I was in college when I would be like about the vomit. I'm about the James Earl Jones. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm about the James Earl Jones. That's what I used to say. Like that was like get it Earl. Like but yeah. Erling. That, that, was, that was a way of saying Vomiting. I'm going to vomit. Is, yeah, is, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to James Earl Jones. But wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But shout out to James Earl Jones. <laughs> shout out. You're crazy. Not that I think of vomit when I think of him, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, but I respect him. He's, he's a legend. Nah, I agree. He's a legend. I'm going to nominate for my Irby, Arsenio Hall. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Exactly. Because I was thinking about, like, the ways I discovered music growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, we talk about Soul Train, and uh, we've talked about uh, Showtime at the Apollo, but Arsenio Hall was such a feeling. It was late yep. night. He was the first, he was the most successful black late night. He, they were threatened by his success. He was putting on people that no one else would put on. I remember seeing Jodeci on there for the first time, and he would have Jodeci, but he'd also have, like, Aretha Frank. Like, he was just everything on there. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Remember Bill Clinton with the saxophone solo? Yep. Uh, and what I discovered afterwards was that he was discovered... By Nancy Wilson. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't remember what his hometown was, but uh, she was in town and I, I, how, I don't know if she saw him performing live comedy or whatever, but she was like, you're dope and I'm going to take you on the road with me and brought him to LA and started the whole thing. Nancy, rest in peace, Nancy Wilson. But it's just the legacy is crazy. And he just put on, he gave a platform to so many people. Yeah. There needs to be a documentary on him. On, yeah. On him sure. and the show. Yeah. And, then, and then, hello, there's like, I mean, there's just him coming to America, Arsenio, right. and just, you know. Did you oh. like, like the reboot? I, I can't speak on the reboot, but of the show. But yeah, Arsenio Hall is my, my vote. I'm excited to see that movie that's coming Me too. out next year. I'm excited Come, for to everything too. Eddie Murphy's doing Period. right now. Yeah, for sure. He's doing a lot too. So we have a pretty competitive this is, this list is, here. Ooh, yeah, yeah. This is the tough one. I'm this is hard. This is hard, actually. All right, so let's begin. James Earl Jones. <laughs> Where's one hand? Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got no love for Mufasa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one hand, one vote for James Earl Jones. Uh, the Queens of Hip Hop, Salt and Pepper, and Spinderella. All right, two hands up. Pebbles. Pebbles. Hands for pebbles. Ooh. 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 Four, Four hands, hands for up. pebbles. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. Hands for Arsenio Hall. Wow. We got a tie, a tie between Arsenio gentlemen. Hall and pebbles. They're probably friends, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, all right. So let's, so on one boat only to, to, to settle this tie, right? So mm. we do it. All right. So show of hands for Arsenio Hall. Okay, one hand. So clearly, show of hands for Pebbles. Wow, three Pebbles, Pebbles, Miss Pebbles, Sister Perry, Sister Perry, Sister Perry. You know what? I'm I'm gonna take my vote and transfer it over to Pebbles because she was my first cassette that I bought at at seven years old. So you know what? Sorry, Arsenio. We'll get you next time. Get you next time. Yeah, it's unanimous. Pebbles. Yeah, that's my friend Perry. She she she. If you don't know, research it. But what Chuck was referring to was uh, her whole influence in hip hop through that show Hip Hop Evolution on, on mm-hmm. Netflix. If you're not watching that, you should be watching it. The history of, of hip hop and how it changed black culture is crazy. But she plays a huge part mm. in Atlanta. And then just how we listen to music now and what girl groups are and just everything, man. Just she's, everything. She's dope. Legend. Legend. Congratulations, Pebbles. Congrats. Yeah. You call her Pebbles or Perry? I call her Sister Perry. Huh. Yeah, I All used right. to play at our church. Boy, I give you anything. Cruising's all you have to do. Can't believe we're on episode 18, y'all. It's crazy. Wow. 18. Yeah. And from what we're hearing from people, it keeps getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone that's been listening to We Sound Crazy this whole time and for recommending to other people and putting people on and stopping us everywhere we right. go and saying that they love it and giving us Irby nominations. Yeah, and that's so cool. Wanting to fight us over our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really, we, we got into this because we were just like, let's, we're all friends. We're like, let's just try a podcast and, and, and talk. Mm-hmm. And it's become something more powerful than that. Right? Absolutely. Make sure you follow We Sound Crazy on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we got the playlist as well on both yeah. Apple and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Gonna, so please share that playlist. Show love. Uh, shout out to Guru. Thank you. Shout Mike out to Johnson. Guru. Shout out to Mike Avery. Yeah. Mike and Mike. What do we... I say we go on a power ballot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's go on a power ballot. Which which power ballot are we going on? What going out on? Phil? For you, I will by Monica. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no, I, you know what? We played a little bit a little bit of it earlier in the show. Mariah Carey. Anytime you need a friend. Let's do it. I love that. Till next that. time, y'all. Till next time. Till next time. We sound crazy. seem like they never end just remember to
away. 